0: Welcome to the Proper Lookout podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of mccabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained.
1: Welcome to this week's Proper Lookout podcast. My name is Christina Verulis and I have with me Michael Lee.
0: Hello. Hey, everyone.
1: Today's topic is, what is procedural fairness and does it apply to MAS and DRS decisions?
0: Today, we will discuss the recent Supreme Court decision in the case of Transport Accident Commission Victoria v. Cador. Christina, can you please provide our viewers with a bit of background?
1: Well, in this case, the plaintiff sustained injuries in a motor vehicle accident. In issue was the extent of the plaintiff's whole person impairment. The insurer sought judicial review in respect of a certificate issued by the MAS review panel. The review panel asked the parties to provide copies of clinical notes relating to the plaintiff's psychiatric history within a certain time frame before they conducted the medical assessment. Neither party was able to obtain the documents, nor did they ask the review panel for further time to obtain the documentation or request the review panel abstain from conducting the medical assessment. Accordingly, following the expiry of the time frame, the medical assessment went ahead in absence of the psychiatric records. The insurer submitted that the review panel erred in performing the assessment without obtaining the documents. The sh- insurer also submitted it was denied procedural fairness by the review panel conducting the assessment in the absence of the documentation. So, Michael, how was the review panel under legal duty to abstain from the medical assessment in the absence of the documents?
0: The insurer argued the legal duty flowed from paragraphs 1.17 and 1.18 of the permanent impairment guidelines, which state 1.17, the medical assessor must evaluate the available evidence and be satisfied that any impairment, and 1.18.1, an assessment of the degree of all the available evidence. Justice Baston found that it was implausible for the guidelines to be the source of a legal duty because there were not legislation or delegated legislation. His honour went on to find that the wording of the clauses 1.17 and 1.18 provided no basis for the supposed duty. He referred to the phase "all available evidence and said that this wording was inadequate to impose an obligation on the review panel to search for or require others to search for evidence which had not been provided and was not in the possession of the parties.
1: Thanks for that, Michael. So that's the first legal issue. The second issue was whether the insurer afforded procedural fairness.
0: His honour observed that the legal basis for the complaint of procedural unfairness was not well articulated. Nevertheless, he addressed the insurer's submissions. Firstly, the review panel had performed the medical assessment adverse to the insurer's interests, without giving the insurer an opportunity to counter. His honour found that the insurer never intended, nor did the insurer's conduct indicate, that it wished to counter the proposed course of action by the review panel, despite having ample opportunity to do so. Accordingly, this argument failed. Secondly, the reviews panel's conduct gave the expectation it would not proceed until the documents were provided or, in the absence of the documentation, that the review panel would afford the parties an opportunity to provide submissions. His honour found no evidence presented by an insurer to prove it was made to hold such an expectation or that the insurer, in fact, held that expectation. Accordingly, his argument also failed. With these two legal issues explored, will you be able to please tell us why this case is so important?
1: This case is another reminder that applications for judicial review must identify the legal basis for an alleged error. In this matter, his honour questioned whether the permanent-impermanent guidelines could be the source of a legal duty, Putting that to one side, he found clauses 1.17 and 1.18 of the guidelines do not create a duty upon the medical review panel assessors to take on a, an inquisitorial role and in search for relevant documents, nor could they compel the parties to obtain those documents. Likewise, the review panel was not obligated to wait for the relevant documentation before performing its assessment. The case also reminds insurers that arguments of a breach of procedural fairness requires one... A legal basis for the procedural fairness to apply in the circumstances. Two, identifying specific conduct of a body which would be adverse to a party submitting that the body's authority. And three, identifying the denial of opportunity to, to such a party to counter the adverse conduct. When considering the application of this decision to claims under the Motor Accidents Injuries Act 2017, Insurers should always afford plaintiffs an opportunity to counter or contribute to the process when a decision is being made that could be adverse to their position.
0: up, there are two key principles. Firstly, clauses 1.17 and 1.18 of the Permanent Impairment Guidelines do not identify a duty to obtain or compel others to obtain required documentation. Secondly, in many of the processes under the Motor Accidents Compensation Act 1999 and the Motor Accident Injuries Act 2017, such as internal reviews of mostly at fault and minor injury decisions, it is important to afford procedural fairness to the parties whenever it is possible their interests may be affected. So that brings us to the conclusion of number 72 of the Proper Lookout podcast. Stay cool and tune in next week. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Curwood's full team of specialists.